Welcome back, podcast listeners. Today, I am here all on my lonesome. We're going to get Mia on the phone today because the roads, nobody wants to be on the roads on the Gold Coast at the moment because they're literally like slippery slides. It is raining cats and dogs here, not as bad as it is in New South Wales. My heart goes out to everyone who is listening to this in New South Wales. I hope you guys are okay. Um, But our episode today is going to be a, a really fun one, and it is how to get fit in 10 days. Welcome to the Alpha Babes podcast. You're here with the Alpha Babe sisters, Hannah and Mia. Yellow, it's me again, and we're going to get Mia on the phone right now as I uh, I do this little intro. It is calling. Can we hear her? Hello, can you speak up? You sound really strange. Can you speak up again? I think so. I don't know. Let me, it looks all good on my end, but you sound a bit muffled. Hello? (laughs) It's really bad quality. Oh, you know what it is? I don't know. I don't know how to fix that. Uh, We just fixed it. Is that better? Guess what it was. It was your end, wasn't it? It was the volume button. Yes, it was on my oh end. Oh, my God. I was doing the other one beside it. It's very good. I'm feeling very okay. stressed. It's You're stressful. Okay. I'm here on my own. Hannah's in the hot seat. I'm in the very, very hot seat. Anyway, the, our episode is going to be super fun. We thought we'd do a little bit of a play. We haven't done a fitness one in what seems like forever. Um, but you know that movie, What what's that movie we were talk, referring to? How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yeah, well... We're not going to lose a guy, but we we want you to get fit in ten days, and that's uh, that's and that's that is the title: how to get fit in ten days. Who's interested? I know there's a whole heap of people that have clicked on this podcast because of that title, but unfortunately, we're here to tell you that you absolutely cannot get fit in ten days. So <laughs> we just called it that, so you would click on it, and here we are. So you may as well stick around because we do have. 10 amazing tips to actually get you fit. But unfortunately, it won't be in 10 days. It will but be. what a catchy title. Yeah, just not 10 years, maybe 10 months. It's not 10 years. <laughs> yeah, 10 months. 10, 10 weeks. 10 weeks. We, yeah. could do, we could do 10 weeks for yeah, sure. cool. Okay, Perfect. so getting fit, why do we want you to get fit? I think we have to start there because anything that we do must have a strong um, reason behind it. So if if I was to think about why I would want to get fit, um, a lot of it has to do for me about mental health. I know that when I am doing my fitness, I am also training my mindset and I am carving out an hour of my day. And I am saying that I matter and that this time is sacred and it allows me to just um, to just breathe. Sometimes we don't bloody breathe. We just we just hold our breath and we get through our day and we we forget. And so yeah. Fitness for me has a lot to do with mindset and it always has and hey if I 
if I beat 20-year-olds in, in my workouts, I'm, I'm doing all right. So that also is very <laughs> motivational. Um, but, yeah. Mia, what is your reason behind getting fit? Yeah, I, I think that so many of us, uh, we, we all hold a lot of stress. Now, stress from jobs, stress from kids, stress from just everyday life. And the thing is, is that stress has to go somewhere and it has to be released in some way. And so when I exercise, I literally envision my stress, you know, coming off my body, melting off my body. And it's a way to let go of that. And even though, uh, even you know, it's a one hour of the day and yes, the stress comes back, but the stress, it, it, I feel that it gets pent up and you get a build up of it. So it's really important to shake that energy off. Mm. And so like workouts for me are a really good way to do that. So it just enables me to shake off that bad energy, that excess stress. So then I'm able to then tackle the, the day ahead of me in the best possible way. It's almost like putting your armor on. Absolutely. So have a think if you have paper and pen, Think about why it is that you actually want to get fit and see if that meaning actually has some depth. A lot of what I hear and even when I was in my early, early 20s, I wanted to get fit so that I would look a certain way um, or that I could lose weight or that I could be like somebody else. And if that is your reason, um, I would question you on that. I would drill you actually. I'm sure Mia would drill you too. Um, because you're gonna yep. fall over with a reason yep. like that. And the reason being is it's a dangerous reason to have when you're wanting to compare yourself to somebody else. They don't have your body, you don't have theirs. You couldn't be like them even if you tried. Even if you ate like them or you did all their workouts, and this is one of the reasons why the influencer world shits me off to be honest because it doesn't matter if you're copying somebody else use it for inspiration only but if you're doing it to the t it's really dangerous and your reasons have to be um solid as to why you want to get fit um you can see that mia mia and i are really related to to health and and to mental health they are our sole reasons for wanting to be fit and get fit um and there have been many times in our lives where we we aren't fit. Hey, Mia. Oh, absolutely. We're on the comeback of getting fit. So <laughs> I'm probably yeah. on the comeback at the moment. I had a, a big four months off of just putting everybody else first and not myself. And the last yeah. two weeks for me have been incredible. I've gone back to group fitness. I've, you know, got up early. I've gone and got the endorphins going and mm. my mental health and my mood and my outlook has improved tenfold yeah so are we saying that would be tip number one correct know your why it, it could be I just like to start off with that before we get into the 10 tips um of you know of getting fit and where you'd actually start um mm. just yeah know your why so maybe that can yeah. be number one know your why I think I think number that is a perfect tip number one. If you don't have a strong why, like Hannah said, you're going to lose motivation. You, your why has to be strong enough to get you up at 4 a.m., even when it's raining, to get you out running when you hate running, like all the things. I think that it's important that you have a strong why. Like Hannah said, you know, if your why is to just be a size six or, you know, um, fit into a pair of skinny jeans, I mean, that's great. But like if it's cold, 
I don't care about the skinny jeans. I'm like, oh, well, who cares? <laughs> I'll just wear my poo pants for forever. I don't care because I'm comfortable now. Where everyone so I think loves that- the poo pants. Everyone loves the and the, and, and, the um, and the boys Kmart trackies. You know, you go in there and you buy <laughs> the boys ones. You got to buy men's trackies. You do. Otherwise, you're not living. Just march yourself um, out yeah, of Kmart if you're not getting the boy ones. <laughs> yeah, you got to have a strong why. So, tip number one, I think, is amazing. So, I think we do tip for tat here, Hannah. Do you reckon? Tit for tit. Tit for tit. Okay. Tip number two. I would say is accept that your fitness journey will take longer than 10 days. So, yes, the title of this podcast was how to get it's purely fit in false. 10 days. It's false. Where we have click baited you, but, hey, we've admitted it. But the tip two would be be patient. You know, like I think that so, so many of us will be like, yes, I'm getting fit. We get the latest Lorna Jane outfit. We get the new shoes. I'm talking about Josh here. I mean, not Lorna Jane for Josh, but <laughs> whenever Josh wants to get fit, he has to have a new outfit oh, and a new pair of shoes. Oh, my God. Um, just, isn't that just, right? Just, yeah. And side note, does he throw out his old shoes that he doesn't? No. No. Yeah. His expensive Nike shoes and Adidas shoes then become work shoes. And I'm just like, right. you are the only tradie that is wearing $200 pair of you know, added our shoes to work. Well, that's, Morgan's that's still weird. got Morgan still got his, you know, his CrossFit nanos that he had ten years ago, and he he likes to wear them in the yard, like when he's doing mud work. And so they live <laughs> outside our door because he never throws yeah. them away. But anyway, mm. so yeah, tip tip number two: be patient. Um, yeah, if you you set out on a fitness journey and you're like, right, this is it, this is happening. You get the latest outfit, blah, blah, blah. You join a new gym, whatever it is. And then you, you're consistent for two weeks and then you look in the mirror and things look the same and you give up. You have to know before you embark on this journey, is it going to take longer than two weeks, longer than four weeks, maybe longer than six and so on. But that's okay. I think what's important is that you fall in love with the journey of, of, Tip number one, which is, you know, knowing your why and exercising, whether it be for mental health and that you feel good, you know, chasing that feeling of feeling amazing after you finish your workout. Don't be in a rush to get to the finish line because you're going to miss out on a lot of lessons uh, in the lead up. And those are the lessons that build you into the person that you should be. Yes. Amen. Um, Amen. Woo, I'm feeling raved. I've also just finished a workout, just <laughs> FYI. How timely. Oh, we always start our podcast with what's relevant for you. So Mia's just done a workout, so hence why we're going down the workout uh, route with our podcast today. But um, tip three for me and for you guys would be um, have no expectations on your fitness journey. And what I mean by that is when you are on day one, don't go like 113,000% on day one. Um, just ease into it. So my, think about what your ideal fitness level is and what it looks like um, and then half it. So go at 50% on day one. Don't push it so hard that you cannot sit on a toilet or don't push it so hard that you're so sore that you don't want to go back the next day. Just do 50% effort on your first day and your first week really. And then you can reset that goal for week two and go, okay, cool, I'm going to go at 60%. 
And then you might coast at 70% of like your absolute ideal fitness level for a couple of weeks. But that's how you improve your fitness is you don't go bull out of a gate. Or if you do, you're going to know about it and you're going to pay for it. I always do this if I've had copious amounts of time off from the gym or I've been sick or I've come back from holidays and I've literally eaten that many hamburgers and pizzas that, you know, it's like that's coming out of my my pores. It's just all fast food. Um, <laughs> smell a large chip. Yeah, to- large, totally. Large chips and burger just, yeah, wafting yeah. through the gym. Yeah, it's just under my pits just coming out and my groin. and my groin um no yeah oh so i just <laughs> not okay so Too much information uh, everyone has sweaty orpheus um is that a word that is i don't know anyway An or- I don't know. can we just get off cracks. the, okay, yep. the crotch region please okay, thank you <laughs> um yeah so if i've had significant time off or I've been sick, I'm really gentle going back, which is actually a really hard thing for me to do because I am really competitive. But I go, okay, cool. If I could do 10 push-ups at my peak fitness, I'm probably not going to be able to do that after I've had six months off. So I'm going to go five. I'm going to see if I can do five. And I just lower my expectations for that first week in order to be able to ramp them up in two to three weeks' time. We, we so often just go at 112% and then in three days we're that bloody sore that we just give up. And that is what uh, my tip is. If you're wanting to maintain a long-term fitness journey, be kind when you first start. So tip three okay. is lower your expectations on day one, go at your 50% and know that you can reevaluate that in a week's time and go a bit harder for week two and so forth. Okay. So good, good tip. Mind you, my next tip is super conflicting to that. <laughs> Mine is like my like, and I don't mean it to be. It's just kind of laid out like that. I is this, is, this a, is this an option A and option B? Tip? No, this is so. My tip number four is the complete opposite to Hannah. Now, the beauty about Hannah and I is Hannah's going to speak to you know a certain person, and I'll speak to a certain person as well, which is awesome because we cover all bases. So um, my tip number four is embrace the suck. <laughs> you need to embrace the hey, suck. So You can embrace that, the suck at 50%. It's no, still you hard. Cannot. Yes. Yeah, sure. Okay, so this is so we're disagreeing, which is fine because everyone has their own opinion. But mine is like if I've had some time off, I'm going in there and I'm giving it one fitty. Now, the reason being is because I must push past my comfort zone. So for me, I'm not comfortable at 50%. I am comfortable at 50%, sorry. I'm not comfortable at 100. So I want to embrace the suck. The more you can embrace the thought of, oh my God, this sucks. I'm in pain. This hurts. I don't want to do this. If you can push past those thoughts, you're conditioning your mind to be able to handle more. So in two weeks time, you're not doing 10 push-ups you're doing 20 and so on. So that's my way of thinking. I mean, you know, yes, we are sisters, but we do think different. And embrace the suck is my tip number four. Like just immerse yourself in that space and know that it's not going to last all day. It's going to last an hour, if that, maybe 30 minutes. 
that's it. Out of a 24-hour, you know, time period of your day, the the suckiness lasts for an hour. So we need to suck it up and just get on with it. That's me. Who wants to come do some PT with me? Oh my god! Have a think about. I mean, both both solid tips there. Um, both from me and from you. But think about what what motivates you. If you are somebody who um, has massive anxiety about going into the gym and, you know, expectations of yourself are really critical and rule your life, you might choose to be gentle and do the 50%. That might be the way that you respond. Or there might be the same person with the same sort of anxiety that just needs to throw themselves in there and fight through whatever comes their way. I think it just depends on your personality and also For depends sure. on what it is that you need um, in that moment. So, Absolutely. Okay. Tip, Perfect. What's tip, tip five? Tip five is if you're on your journey of getting fit, don't forget to breathe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there was so much okay, silence can there. Can we elaborate? It's so simple. Yeah. You bloody need to breathe. So when you exercise a lot of the reason why we can feel unfit is because we forget to breathe and we hold our breath. So exercise for me is a very meditative state and a lot of that is because I breathe through my exercises. So with a burpee, you can choose to go at somebody else's pace or you can go at your pace and your pace needs to be in sync with your breath. So what that means is I can, of course, speed up up a burpee and I can obviously do a burpee slow, but you can maintain slow burpees over fast. So when you are developing your fitness, you need to go at your own pace and work on your breath first. A lot of people that I watch when um, I work out or I'm working out alongside of will race their movements, forget to breathe and then be, you know, huddled over in the corner with a stitch because they haven't taken a breath. So relax, breathe, know that you can get through the movement. It doesn't have to be like full fast pace. It will get fast pace as you go along your fitness journey, but start off small. Think about what you can do. Make sure that you breathe. It's such a simple thing that so many people forget but you need to breathe in order to be able to finish your workout and your your fitness level is really dependent on your heart rate and how far you can push that and stay within that zone. You can't hold your breath and work out at the same time or your heart rate will go through the roof. So make sure you breathe. Really simple. There's, sure. there's my answer. I think it's a, good, it's a good tip. It's a good tip and it's, there is an art to breathing, isn't there? So like if you sport is swimming or if it's, um, you know, high-intensity training, if it's boxing, even if it's jiu-jitsu, whatever it is, you you know, your breathing requires different um, different breathing. And yeah. so just, just know that, you know, if you're doing um, hybrid training, so if you're doing strength and you're doing hit and you're doing, um, you know, running and all these things, they, every single – um, element of training will require a different breathing technique. So just bear that in mind, and and the more you stick at it, the more um, uh, the stronger your breathing will be. The, the easier it will become. Like Hannah said. Um, so I think that is a good tip. 
Um, my next one kind of ties into my, I think it was tip two about be patient, but it's also my next tip is be consistent. Mm. Like I cannot stress that enough. That, that almost is my tip one sometimes is just be consistent. You cannot expect the result, not only physically, but also mentally, depending on what your goal is, or maybe it's both. You can't expect to reap the benefits if you're not going to be consistent. You cannot just train for a week and expect a result. It just does not happen that way. Uh, and it, it's very important to be okay with that. The fact that, um, you know, being consistent and it really then ties into being disciplined, you know, I think people write themselves off and be like, Oh, I'm not disciplined. I can't train, but discipline is a, an attribute and, and a skill. So we don't just get born being disciplined. It, that's a skill that you have to work at for it to to be, you know, a, an attribute that you pr- possess. So I think the only way to do that is to be consistent. I know that there is times when I just do not want to train and I just don't want to do it. And I could think of anything else. I'd rather do even the housework and all the things. Um, rather than train but I know that if I if I want the goal that I want and if I need to you know relieve some stress or I'm working on something aesthetically I have to be consistent without that you get nowhere it's really that simple yeah yeah and it's boring being consistent let me just put that point in there and um that doesn't mean you know it's any less boring for me or any less boring for me, it's still boring. Being consistent is boring. We don't talk about being consistent as being fun. It's not. I also, you know, and I also think so. It's okay for things to not be fun. Yeah. You know, we're we're always like, you know, entertain me. Yeah, entertain me, and it has to be amazing, and I have to like just be smiling in my workouts and just be like (laughs) so excited to do it. Like, let me tell you, when I am running at like 4.30 in the morning, I am not smiling. I am not having fun. I actually loathe every second of it. It's not fun. and But I let go of the expectation that it has to be fun. It's not meant to be fun all the time. And yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Okay, tip seven. Are we at seven? Oh, man, I've got so many tips. I'm like, honestly, can I just give you a visual real quick? You know when you're on the phone? answer somebody and you're really into the conversation you start getting up and you're pacing around your house does anyone else do that I am pacing because I am revved about this whole topic I've got so many tips on this whole fitness journey that I could give and I'm just revved about it she's so also jacked up it, on caffeine and got 10,000 endorphins I've got endorphins <laughs> I'm actually like, I just think it's good I'm really just like a cucumber over here watching the rain Are outside you? yeah I'm just uh, in my cozy clothes I've already done my workout but I've come down my exercise high but tip seven <laughs> let's get this to 10 all right tip seven for uh your journey towards fitness is have something in mind that you want to be able to achieve. And what I mean by that is have some sort of idea of what you are doing this all for. Now, Mia and I both said, know your why, but I want something even more physical for you to prove your fitness. And it could be something like you want to run 4K without stopping and that's how you're going to measure your fitness. It could be um, that you want to be able to lift, you know, um, 
60 kilos on a back squat or it could be that you want to be able to do your first body weight pull up it could be that you want to be able to um I don't know like sprint 100 meters in a certain time whatever it is define define what fitness looks like for you in this time of your life and and then test it before you get started so running's a great way to do that so you might say okay cool I'm just going to see how far I can run until my lungs just say no more and my head screams at me okay cool that's a kilometer with no stopping um I'm going to retest that in four weeks time in that time I'm going to do all the things and then I'm going to go back the reason why I want you to be able to measure something is that when you see progress your brain goes fuck yes and what that means is it's it yeah, keeps going absolutely. you want to yeah. see the progress that you're making but you have to have something to measure it a lot of people will go and hey I, at the moment i don't necessarily have a big term fitness goal other than my fitness goal if you really want to know what it is it's turn the fuck up that is my fitness yeah. goal because i Stay haven't consistent. i haven't been I haven't been, I've been putting everyone else first and just neglecting myself. So the fact like what I, how I'm measuring my fitness is if I can go three, four days in a week, I'm, I'm cheering. Like I've been able to do yeah. that the last two weeks. Now that used to just not even be a goal back in the day. It was just, will I go? But as time yeah. has evolved for me, my, that has changed. And so make sure you can measure yourself against something because that is about progress. That is about keeping you engaged. That is about giving you bragging rights. And there's nothing more exciting than listening to somebody else say, oh, my God, I couldn't run a kilometer, but now I can run four and I am so proud of me. So bragging is not a bad thing it's a good thing because your brain is listening you're listening and you are just going this is fucking awesome so yeah. have something you're going to measure your fitness against please test it we we used to do this in the classroom we used to call it like pre-test so before we used to teach any kid anything we would give them five six questions and we wanted to see what the kids would know and then once we knew we would then do our teaching but what was really ideal about that is some kids already knew it and so then my job as that teacher was to extend them so a pre-test is just a good measure to see where you're at then you do the work and then you retest again there we go tip seven in the okay. bag perfect all right let's are we go still pacing Hey, yeah, no, I've, sit, I've sat down now but I'll, <laughs> I'm sure I'll get up again um my next tip is be in the now and stop thinking about what you used to be able to do. Oh so my god, this, that is such a good one. Like all, that's the, good, all eh? like the pre the pre baby mums. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. like your body is different and it will be. Yeah. And you have this beautiful but, person in front of you and your ideals of you must change. Absolutely. Or well, I see this all the time in at work at the studio where it's like you know, you've had somebody that's maybe had some time off in their fitness journey. Maybe it's been a year since they've stepped into the gym. And it's really interesting when they come in and they'll do a workout. And so many times I'll hear, oh, my God, I used to be able to do 10 push-ups. Oh, man, I can only do three now or whatever it is. Or, and they, they beat themselves up mm. on the on – the, uh, 
I guess, the vision of what they used to be able to do. They beat now, themselves break- up on the past and we're not in yeah, the past. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And let me just reference, here we are. I'm up, by the way. I'm, I've got, <laughs> I'm, I'm pacing again. Let me just reference Eckhart Tolle's, like, uh, amazing phrase, which is basically, um, you know, the past is the past, the future is the future, but those two times don't exist. The only time that exists is now. So, you know, you can be living in the past and get depressed and and down about the fact that you can't do 10 push-ups like you used to, or you can just get on with it, be in the presence of now, and just work on today. The only way you are going to get closer to those 10 push-ups is if you let go of the past girl that was able to do it, embrace the girl of now of I can do three push-ups, and just work on today. And I promise you, if you keep going with that attitude, you're going to get to that 10 faster than you think. And I just, it's a dangerous space comparing yourself. But even if it's not to another person, you can be comparing yourself to the old you. Yeah. Now, that's, it, it, that's just, it's not here anymore. That, that, you know, that time isn't here. It's right now is what's important. And you just have to work on where you're at now. Otherwise, you know, if you're constantly thinking about what you used to be able to do, you're going to get stuck in that time. And what you're going to do is you're going to actually limit yourself from pushing forward. And that's what we want within a fitness journey, within a well-being journey, whatever it is. It's the movement of moving forward that's important. Not staying stagnant, not being in the past. What's important is that next step in front of the other, you know, next step forward. So I get I get revved about that. I'm like, man, stop living in ten years ago. That's been and gone. Like, yeah. let's be now. Let's do now. And and can I just say that I I mean I haven't had kids, and I really appreciate the fact that the journey coming back from having kids, um, is is in, an incredible struggle. Um, but what what I will say is that I'm old, and I'm the fittest I've ever been in my life. Um you know, not currently, but have been, I, I'm, the thing is, is that there's no barriers and just don't see things like your body or your age or something as a barrier because it's just not, it only is a barrier if you say it's going to be one. So if you were saying, oh my gosh, I can't have the body that I had pre-kids, You've just put a barrier in front of you that says you can't, but you can. You absolutely can. In fact, you, you could have a body that, hey, looks completely different to what it did pre-kids, but you can still love it yeah. and you can and still that's, embrace that's, it. Absolutely. I think that that's like honestly, if we'll talk honestly now, that's where I'm at, you know, like pre-rider. You know, I looked I looked different. It's not that I didn't like the way I looked, you know, and now writer's five and my body looks completely different. But I'm I am in more in love with my body now than what I was pre baby. And the reason is is because I've put so much time and effort into me now and I love that. So mm. it's yeah, it's embracing the now, not who we were. Absolutely. Or what we used to look like. Okay. okay. I'm sitting back down in my chair. <laughs> Honestly, like I've had to adjust the volume every time you get up and start pacing and talking. I know. Can you hear me get it? Can, can Honestly, you hear me, my like... eardrums are about to burst. You're so loud. Oh, 
man, I'm just I'm very enthusiastic about this topic. That's good. I'm glad you are. Okay, um, tip nine and the last one from me before Mia closes off with number 10 um, is when you're on your journey to getting fit, please have certain phrases or things that you say while you exercise. And it's just, I, 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 you hear me talk about self-talk all the effing time, but I say it because it works and you've got to find something. So if you, if, I guess the reason why I love exercise so much is because it trains your mind and it, yep, your body follows, but it's your mind that you're actually training. So if you are somebody who has struggles with a lot of negative self-talk such as myself and you have a lot of self-doubt, such as myself, or low self-worth, such as myself, you have to find ways to raise those bars within yourself. And for me, that has always been exercise. So I know that if I can be in a negative place sometimes in the pain cave while I'm working out, but then have certain phrases that say, you can do this. In fact, my workout this morning was absolute pure death. And it was interesting because the coach had said, hey, you should be able to get four rounds in this workout. And in my head, I was like, all I've got to do is four rounds. That is it. And I was doing the workout and I probably rested more than what I usually do. And I was like, wow, this is my whole body felt tired. We'd done a whole big strength set beforehand. And I just thought, no, I've just got to get, just get to four rounds. I've just got to complete four rounds, pick up the bar do those bloody box jumps, you know, or whatever I was having to do. But I had a target and I was saying it to myself. Another rephrase that I repeat as I can, you know, I can do this. That's, that's if you were very new in your beginning of exercise, I would just repeat the things that you think you can't do, but you just reverse it and say, I can. So I can't box jump, I can box jump. I can step up and I can get comfortable with that before I do the actual jump. I can, I can, I can. A lot of the things that I say now as you advance through your self-talk when you are on your journey of fitness is I'll just remind myself to breathe. And another thing that I say is, you know, be aggressive. Be aggressive. I love that. Be aggressive. Be, be aggressive. Does it go like that? Like no. you're a cheerleader? Be aggressive. <laughs> or like, or, you yeah. know, or sometimes when I'm working out, I'm like, well, fucking come on. You know, and I'll no, say. That. That's me. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll say that. And, it, and for me, it's like reminding me that I can and that I'm capable so yeah. it's not putting myself down when I'm yelling at myself, but it's saying you can do this. You've done this in the past. You can keep doing it. Even when I'm in the in the, the suckiest of pain in workouts, I will remind myself of what I what is possible that I've been able to do. Now, you can only do that if you've been consistent and you've been on your journey of fitness for some time. If you're just starting out, you're as green as green and you don't have necessarily all those workouts in the past banked up. So if you're new on your fitness journey or you're new to this whole fitness thing, I just want you to focus on getting into the gym, thinking about what it is that you have to do. Cool, I have to do 10 shoulder press. And as you got those little dumbbells in your hands and you are doing your shoulder press, you're just thinking, I can do this. I am doing this. I can do this. I am doing this. 
And you keep repeating those very simple lines. And before you know it, you're through the workout. The more you advance and you're in the pain cave, you remind yourself, hey, I've done this before. My back squat is this. There's actually not much weight on this bar right now. Mm. I'm very capable of doing this. This is light. You know, light weight. You know, like, or when I'm approaching. You know what? What? What were you saying? Do you know what I say? What? I'm a badass motherfucker. You (laughs) are fucking bad. I honestly repeat that to myself. (laughs) See, that wouldn't work for me. Like, I'd be like, why? I don't want to be bad. I want to be good. Really? Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to, something I say is I want to destroy this shit up. I'm going to, I'm going to get in there. I'm going to mess some shit up. I'm going to beat you. Okay. (laughs) Are you going to be on the floor and I'm going to be running rings around you? Because I tap into that competitive edge. Now, some, some of you aren't competitive and that's so fine. Um, you got to find what really revs you the F up that gives you energy. Um, and yeah, just see where you are in in that moment. But self-talk is incredibly important on your fitness journey and you've got to learn to develop it because when you learn to develop it in hard situations, which is generally when you're getting yourself uncomfortable in workouts, then that will transfer over into life. Amazing. Perfect finishing sentence for my tip number 10. Do you know what it is? No. <laughs> Get uncomfortable. <laughs> I think this is really important. And I know that like that phrase, get uncomfortable, scares the shit out of a lot of people and especially those that might just be starting their fitness journey because if somebody's like, get uncomfortable, you're like, but what, like why, why would I want to do that? Yeah. Like I want to be comfortable. That is intimidating. I don't want to be in pain. I don't want to be suffering. You know, I just want to be comfortable and in my comfort zone. But I'm here to uh, give you the hard truth, which is if you choose to stay in your comfort zone, you can say goodbye to any result, not only physical result, but also mental result. So being uncomfortable, it's not going to last forever. Like I said in my previous tip, you know, you've got to do it for 30 minutes out of your whole 24-hour day that you must you know, um, accept that you're going to feel some sort of pain, whether it's physical or mental, uh, mental, you're going to be uncomfortable. And, but that means that you will be getting a result without being uncomfortable. You just, you don't get what you deserve. You know, all of that hard work needs to result to something and hard work. Okay. I was just going to say, I was just going to butt in there. Um, but you know, Think about when you turn up to the gym, if you are to ask yourself, you know, did I get uncomfortable today? Some people just turning up to the gym and physically being there is uncomfortable. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Um, but uh, but some people aren't. They're used to being there. The yep, cool, yeah. I do this, this, and this. So the question again goes is, did I get uncomfortable today? And if yeah. not, why? And yeah. and yeah. You've, got, you've got to get un- – like it doesn't matter what fitness level you are. Like uh, everyone knows when I'm hurting because I will let everyone know. I <laughs> fucking hate this. This is fucking hard. That is what I will say in my workouts. People will know. Even though looking at me, if I just muted myself out, they might think that I'm not suffering. I'm I'm suffering. And now you know. Yeah. But yeah. You've, getting uncomfortable allows you to be able to have the skills needed 
for when life gets hard. Mm. You draw on that strength. And it's like, you know, as Hannah said just now, you know, being uncomfortable might be just showing up to the gym. It might actually be that you grab the weights and go into the main weight room of your gym and with all the guys there and all the girls and you get in there and you choose a bench and you stay there for 30 minutes and you do your workout. That might be so uncomfortable. Absolutely. But the more you do it, the, the, the less uncomfortable it will become. It's the same thing, you know, like if you, you're scared to do something, it's scary once, but then you know how to do it. And then you're going to show up again and it's going to become easier and easier and easier. And then, then there's, you're, then you're back in your comfortable zone though. So you've got it. It's kind of like catch 22. You might do something that's uncomfortable in that time, but once that becomes comfortable, I challenge you to get uncomfortable again. Yeah. Because what you don't realize is that, you know, you're, you're challenging yourself mentally. As Hannah said, like you better preparing yourself for what's to come in an everyday life situation outside of the gym. And I you know, think, when an un- I think yeah. having a PT helps you get into that space or yeah. having some sort of group program that you're a part of or even group programming or something. I want you to run your eyes down the list and think about what is it that you don't want to do and then think, okay, cool, that's my zone of discomfort. I'm going to push in that zone right? Because there's always things that we don't want to do. But if we only do the things that we're good at or that we think we can do, we never develop anything else. And that is what discomfort is all about. It's about being in unfamiliar territory. But the only way to make something that's unfamiliar familiar is by hanging out there. To do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Get your daily dose of discomfort, which is what Jenna Louise talks about. You've got to have something in your one hour space where you're like, don't want to do that, but I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Like even with my workout this morning that I put on lives on Instagram, it was the burpees. I don't like burpees, but them. when it, yeah, I'll do them <laughs> but I knew I had to push in that space because I was like, right, this is the suckiest thing on here and I'm going to embrace the suck and be uncomfortable because you are, oh man, you just, you gain so much when you're uncomfortable. Like I just, I I really, really believe that. Like I feel mentally stronger, like putting on that armor. Like I've just left the gym. I'm like, hey man, I'm a bad motherfucker. I just did 30, you know, burpees. Like I can do anything. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so you just, <laughs> I do. I honestly think that, you know, and I, you feel more accomplished. You feel like you've really worked hard when you push past your comfort zone and that's what it's all about. Okay. So that's, so that's the, my tip. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to round you up because we're 42 minutes into this bad boy. Hang on, wait. I've got a question though and what? I think this would be really cool for everybody to hear. Who is your fitness motivation? Like, or, like not in a body comparison way or anything like that, but is there anyone out there in this world that you're just really inspired by whether it is like physically or mentally or just their outlook like who are you inspired by oh I could say heaps of people it definitely oh, give me one there's heaps of people in CrossFit that I'm incredibly inspired by but my honest answer and you'll probably just be like oh my god but my honest answer is when I see everyday people push past what they think is possible that fucking revs me up and inspires me and I think yeah, you go, girlfriend. 
I love it. And that's why I love the, the fitness, um, the community aspect of fitness. Um, but, you know, if I had to name a few, I think Jenna Louise, my girl crush who we've had on the podcast, she's exceptional. Tia Claire Toomey on CrossFit, Matt Fraser. There are amazing, amazing athletes out there um, who push past everything, discomfort all the time. But the everyday person is what really inspires me. It does. And would you like Very to share cool. yours? Oh, you already know who it is. Yeah, go for it. David Goggins. <laughs> I cross this man so much. And it's not just for his physical capabilities, but it is, it is his mindset that is just truly blows me away. Every time I hear about, you know, whether it's a podcast that he's on or a YouTube clip that he's done, I literally, you know, finish watching and I'm revved. I'm just like, man, that's so cool. And he preaches all about, being uncomfortable and, you know, getting on with it and being in the now. And I just love that. It's like I just adopt that so much and he pushes me to get uncomfortable and be okay with that. Um, so he's a really big motivation for me. Yeah, you can see little themes of that coming in when, uh, yeah, Mia's revved. But anyway, we're going to leave when it I'm there. Revved. Hey, guys, yeah. we're going to bring back the podcast giveaways um, and we, we've we got these things to give to you, um, but we've not announced it. So we're going to do the podcast giveaways. What we're going to ask is for you to leave a review um, or share one of our episodes um, across your socials. We'll, we'll go into more of the fine print when – Mayor and I get off this podcast and we will post about it. But we do want to give away. We love giving back to the community and we love you feeling special and turning up and um, and supporting us. So yeah. we'll, we'll get back onto that because I think that they were really cool. But until next time, guys, um, we appreciate you. We love you and we hope that you've got some value from what you need to do in order to start uh, your fitness journey and and your journey towards getting fit. Um, and, uh, if we left something out and you're like, yep, that is super cool. Um, send us a DM or write on our closed Facebook group because we always love hearing from you. Absolutely. All right, guys. Until next time. Okay. Peace. Bye.